Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Thursday, February 1st, 2024. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, why I think yesterday's congressional hearings might actually be a tipping point for tech regulation. What would a Kids Online Safety Act actually mean? More proof of YouTube's dominance. Celsius and FTX customers are about to get some money back. And Google's new text-to-AI image processor. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. As I said yesterday, this show basically has existed during the entire era of the great let's haul tech executives before Congress, like that scene in The Usual Suspects, and try to either embarrass them or embarrass ourselves by our congressional lack of knowledge of anything tech series of tubes style. Yesterday's Senate committee hearings had their share of embarrassing moments like this attempted gotcha by Senator Tom Cotton on the TikTok CEO. You said today, as you often say, that you live in Singapore. Of what nation are you a citizen? Singapore. Are you a citizen of any other nation? No, Senator. Have you ever applied for Chinese citizenship? Senator, I serve my nation in Singapore. No, I I did not. Do you have a Singaporean passport? Yes, and I served my military for two two and a half years in Singapore. Do you have any other other passports from any other nations? No, Senator. Your wife is an American citizen. Your children are American citizens. That's correct. Have you ever applied for American citizenship? Not, no, not yet. Okay. Have you ever been a member of the Chinese Communist Party? Senator, I'm Singaporean. No. Have you ever been associated or affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party? No, Senator. Again, okay. I'm Singaporean. But you might also have heard about this moment when Senator Josh Howley's questions caused a visibly shaken Mark Zuckerberg to turn to face those in the audience, saying no one should have to go through the things that your families have suffered, and this is why we invested so much. Who did you fire? I said you mischaracterized. 37% of teenage girls between 13 and 15 were exposed to unwanted nudity in a week on Instagram. You knew about it. Who did you fire? Senator, this is why we're building all Who these did you fire? Tools. Senator, that's, I don't think that that's... Who did you fire? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to answer that. Because um, <laughs> I mean, you didn't is, fire anybody, right? You didn't take Senator, any significant I, I action. It's appropriate to talk about it, it, like individual it's not appropriate. decisions. Do you know who's sitting like behind you? You've got families from across the nation whose children are either severely harmed or gone... And you don't think it's appropriate to take a, talk about steps that you took? The fact that you didn't fire a single person? To, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you compensated any of the victims? Sorry? Have you compensated any of the victims? I, These I, girls, have you compensated them? I don't believe so. You, why not? That empower parents. So you didn't take any people. action. You didn't that's take any true, action. Senator. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't that's compensated a that's single not, victim. Let me I ask said. you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? I'm sorry for everything that you have all through. No one should have to go through the things that your families have have suffered. And this is why we invested so much and are going to continue doing industry leading efforts. To, uh, to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer. That was a genuinely moving moment emotionally. I'm offering these two contrasting clips to make this point. 
on some level, these congressional ritualistic shaming sessions have always operated on the level of, you tech platforms, you have most of the power in society these days, we know that, but we're the government. We want to remind you that on some level, we still have more power than you do. Now, I'd say that that is actually a genuinely debatable point, and that says a lot about where society is at at the moment. But this has always been a dominance play to a certain degree. Governments around the world kind of just want to take a pound of flesh to show that they can. And I think with this child safety issue, they finally found a truly bipartisan wedge to get that pound of flesh. I'm saying that yesterday's hearings represented maybe a tipping point in the power struggle. I'd say the odds are very high that we will see some sort of serious legislation in the U.S. around online child safety, see it actually get passed in Congress sometime in the next year or two. There is a big election coming up this year, after all. But what would that look like? Remember, I told you yesterday about the Kids Online Safety Act. Microsoft and X say they support the proposed legislation. Meta, Discord, and TikTok have demurred. Here's the lay of the land from TechCrunch. Quote, Mark Zuckerberg similarly agreed with the basic spirit of the bill while declining to endorse it. Discord's Jason Citron said his company supported, quote, parts of the proposal but declined to say yes, stating that Discord would prefer to support a national privacy standard. In spite of some revisions, the bill's many critics have warned that COSA would dangerously sanitize the internet empower censorship, and isolate young LGBTQ people in the process. Security, privacy, and free press advocates have also called attention to the bill's potential threat to encryption. The bill was revised last year in response to some criticisms, but many concerns persist. While X and Snap are likely hoping that their COSA support will either generally endear them to regulators or have a much worse impact on rival companies, Microsoft probably has its sights set on a different issue entirely. Unlike its peers testifying on Capitol Hill, Microsoft doesn't own a traditional social media network steered by algorithms. Discord is also a notable exception here. For Microsoft, AI is the name of the game, and throwing support behind a bill that will change the rules for social media companies might buy it some regulatory goodwill where it counts." I spoke at length about YouTube yesterday, and we've been talking just now about major tech and especially social media platforms and the power they wield in society right now. But here's the thing. I know Meta's various apps have something like 3 billion users or something crazy like that. But as I've been saying, I'm coming around to the idea that YouTube is maybe the most powerful platform in all of social media, but maybe all of media full stop. I've read you stories about how, with the kids, they're on the TikTok, they're on the Insta, the Snap, but the one thing that has like 90% share of kids is YouTube. And if you look at share of time spent, well, it turns out that this holds for adults as well. According to Pew Research, among U.S. adults, 83% use YouTube, far and away the social media or just media platform most adults say they use. 
Facebook is still kicking then with 68% usage share, 47% of adults use Instagram, and then in a range of 27 to 35% of adults come Snapchat, WhatsApp, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Pinterest. 22% of adults use X and Reddit, and Be Real comes in at 3%. Some other nuggets from this research quote, one platform, TikTok, stands out for growth of its user base. A third of U.S. adults, 33%, say they use the video-based platform, up 12 percentage points from 2021. The other sites asked about had more modest or no growth over the past couple of years. For instance, while YouTube and Facebook dominate the social media landscape, the shares of adults who use those platforms has remained stable since 2021. Adults under 30 are far more likely than their older counterparts to use many of the online platforms. These findings are consistent with previous center data. Age gaps are especially large for Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, platforms that are used by majorities of adults under 30. For example, 78% of 18 to 29-year-olds say they use Instagram, far higher than the share among those 65 and older, which is only 15%. 65% of U.S. adults under 30 report using Snapchat, compared with just 4% of the oldest age cohort. 62% of 18 to 29-year-olds say they use TikTok, much higher than the share among adults aged 65 years and older at 10%. Americans aged 30 to 49 and 50 to 64 fall somewhere in between for all three platforms. Platforms. YouTube and Facebook are the only two platforms that majorities of all age groups use, end quote. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, but when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here, because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed credible doctors and specialists. I have personally used ZocDoc to find a podiatrist when I needed one for the first time ever in my life. Go to ZocDoc.com techmeme and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash techmeme. ZocDoc.com slash techmeme. Let's be real for a minute. Most guys would wear a t-shirt every day of their lives if they could. The problem is that most t-shirts are not acceptable to wear at work or out on a hot date night. But today's sponsor, Cuts, has finally changed that. Cuts t-shirts are such high-quality, wrinkle-free, and so buttery soft that you can look like you're dressing up even when you're dressing down. Yeah, you heard that. Wrinkle-free. You never have to substitute comfort for fashion ever again. If you see me in a t-shirt, it's likely one from Cuts. I'm also a huge fan of their AO5 pocket pants, the right sort of step up from jeans without going all the way into dress pants, like literally my ideal Venn diagram of professional looking but comfortable feeling. When you touch something from Cuts, you can immediately 
immediately feel the quality. Their proprietary fabric blends are ridiculously soft and breathable, they don't wrinkle, and they look way more expensive than they actually are. For a limited time, our listeners get 20% off your entire order when you use code RIDE at checkout. That's 20% off your order at CutsClothing.com with promo code RIDE. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Experience the perfect blend of style and comfort with Cuts Clothing. CutsClothing.com, promo code RIDE for 20% off. Celsius has emerged from bankruptcy with plans to distribute more than $3 billion to its creditors, who will also get a stake in the company's new Ionic digital mining operation. You might recall Celsius as one of the big crypto blowups that led to the era of big crypto blowups, quoting Coindesk. About 98% of Celsius Network's creditors signed off on the plan after 18 months in bankruptcy court. Ionic is expected to become a publicly traded company once it clears approvals. When we were appointed in June 2022, everyone assumed Celsius would disappear completely like the other crypto lenders that were filing bankruptcy around the same time, said David Barce and Alan Carr, members of the special board committee that steered the bankruptcy in a statement. They said they managed to secure the platform's cryptocurrency, negotiate a deal with creditors, reorganize the part of the company that could continue, and settled cases with the U.S. Department of Justice, Securities and Exchange Commission, and Commodity Futures Trading Commission. In a separate filing, the firm said PayPal and Coinbase will distribute the cryptocurrencies. Celsius will make no distributions through the debtor's mobile or web applications, which will be shut down on or around February 28th. Crypto lender Celsius's bankruptcy process also saw it make a $4.7 billion settlement with U.S. authorities over fraud allegations. Former CEO Alex Mashinsky, who had resigned in September 2022, was arrested on fraud charges for allegedly manipulating the price of the lender's sell token, an allegation he has denied, end quote. Also, some news about the biggest crypto blowup of them all. An FTX lawyer says the defunct crypto exchange expects to fully repay its customers and has abandoned efforts to restart the platform due to a lack of buyers. All of the money back. That would be quite something. Quoting Coindesk again. However, the full recovery of customer assets is, unfortunately for those waiting for their money, based on the point of FTX's actual bankruptcy when the markets were already in turmoil. That date was preliminarily approved by U.S. bankruptcy judge John Dorsey, and that's a point of contention for some claimants. Bitcoin's price has rebounded to more than $43,000 as of publication time, up 110% from its price of roughly $20,500 at around the time of FTX's collapse in early November. Many of those claims are premised on currencies which declined dramatically in value in that tumultuous period leading up to the petition date, FTX creditor committee lawyer Chris Hansen said Wednesday during the hearing. The repayment process under consideration in the U.S. bankruptcy court would require claimants to submit proof they held or subsequently lost assets on FTX, which will be vetted by restructuring advisors, said FTX lawyer Andrew Dietrich. The defunct exchange has shifted its focus to making its former clients whole as it abandons its plans to relaunch its platform due to a lack of buyers, according to the court proceedings. Today's efforts in court were aimed at pushing the case forward by allowing several camps of creditors to clinch approvals from individual investors to approve this latest approach to getting their money back. Roughly 15 million people lost a combined 30 to $35 billion worth of various cryptocurrencies in the wake of FTX's implosion as of last fall, according to data from bankruptcy claims exchange XClaim. FTX's native token FTT surged more than 11% just after the news of the company's plans, but it quickly fell sharply and is down about 15% for the day on Wednesday." End quote. 
More of these. I could tell you about more of these every single day. Google has launched TextFX, an AI image generator underpinned by Imagine 2 with, quote, expressive chips or keyword suggestions. Google will also bring Imagine 2 to Bard, quoting TechCrunch. Underpinned by Imagine 2, a Gen AI image model developed by Google's DeepMind team, TextFX offers a prompt-based UI to create and edit images. That's no different than tools like OpenAI's Dolly 3, MidJourney, Meta's Imagine with Meta AI, and Microsoft Designer. But TextFX's unique twist is expressive chips, basically a list of keyword suggestions that let users experiment with, quote, adjacent dimensions of their creations and ideas. Quote, designed for experimentation and creativity, ImageFX lets you create images with a simple text prompt, then easily modify them with a new take on prompting using expressive chips, Google writes in a blog post. But what of the potential for abuse, especially in light of recent events? Google claims that it's taken steps to ensure that TextFX can't be used in ways that it wasn't intended, for example, by adding technical safeguards to limit problematic outputs like violent, offensive, and sexually explicit content. TextFX also has a prompt-level filter for named people, presumably public figures, although Google wasn't especially clear on that point in its press materials. We invested in the safety of training data from the outset, Google said. Consistent with our AI principles, we also conducted extensive adversarial testing and red teaming to identify and mitigate potential harmful and problematic content, end quote. As an additional safety measure, Google's tagging images produced using ImageFX with SynthID, a digital watermark that's allegedly robust against image edits and crops. SynthID watermarks are imperceptible to the human eye, but detectable for identification, Google continues in the blog post. With added insights in about this image, you'll know if an image may have been generated with Google's AI tools when you come across it in Google Search or Chrome, end quote. You can find ImageFX in Google's AI Test Kitchen app right now. As for that news of bringing Imagine 2 to other Google services, Imagine 2, which is already part of Google Ads' text-to-image features and Duet AI in Workspace as part of Google's Gen AI suite for enhanced productivity, has been incorporated into Google's Search Generative Experience, or SGE, initially introduced in Google Image Search last October to provide image generation tools. SGE now employs Imagine 2 for creating images. When users input a desired image prompt, into SGE. It generates and presents for image results within its interactive conversational interface, sort of like MidJourney does. In Vertex AI, you can get Imagine 2 via a Google Cloud API. You can also access Imagine 2 through Bard. Quote, with Imagine 2, Bard understands simple or complex prompts so that you can generate a range of high-quality images, Google explains. Just type in a description, like create an image of a dog riding a surfboard, and Bard will generate custom, wide-ranging visuals to help you bring your idea to life. End quote. Still no word, by the way, on what Google used to train Imagine 2. Nothing for you today. Talk to you tomorrow.